0: Kalispera. That's Greek for good afternoon. This is Now Tellers and I'm your host, Anthony Murore. At Now Tellers, we have guests kind of come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And always we have a great time here at Now Tellers. Today we're gonna talk about writing. Yeah, writing and publishing your book. Yep. I'm going to have a guest today who is one of the contributing authors to this book with 16 authors. Her name is Karine Leno Anseline and she's gonna be here shortly to tell us about writing and what she does and how you can get started on writing and how you can get published. But before we do that, I would like to request you to please share this episode with all your friends. If you have a question, please ask. If you have a comment of any kind about this podcast or episode, you're welcome. We love feedback. Thank you in advance. And now I won't take one more minute because uh, Karine has a lot to tell us. So why don't you join me as we go together to meet our guest today? in here we go Hi, Karin.
1: Yeah. Hello, Anthony. How are How you? How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. How about you?
1: I'm good. I'm. We're in Greece, so you know the the weather is amazing. It's it's a, it's such a blessing when you see the rest of the world, and then you're in Greece and you look out and there's this stunning sunset tonight. Did you see it?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. It's and that <laughs> now, it's
1: <laughs> the whole sky is orange. The, the, it,
0: Ah, I haven't, I haven't seen that.
1: It's now, it's It's happening right now as we speak.
0: I must go out and have a look after we are through with this. Yeah. Yes, and it's a beautiful place. I am always uh, (laughs) encouraged to just appreciate this fact. Uh, Once I hear people coming down here from the UK, and they're just like, hey, you people, you're in paradise.
1: It is it is true we're we're so grateful to be in Greece. I mean it's mm. a, it's a blessing when you travel and you see the rest of the world it's, it's a blessing this country.
0: Yeah, sure. Thank you for coming to now tell us. We appreciate you your presence and you taking your time to be with us here today.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very happy. To be able to share with uh, your community of of people my experience,
0: hmm. uh, maybe we can get started by knowing who is Karin.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Karin is a, is a very mm, normal person, I would say. Although I always felt a little bit um, out of the norm, but. You know, I think I'm, I'm like everybody else. Um, I, the only thing is I have had a lot of experiences in different countries. Um, I lived in Mauritania. I was married, I had four children, and then I lived in other different countries. And uh, I was born and raised in the US, in New York. So I have contrasts that made the person that I am today, I guess. I, you know there's a bit of English a bit of British in me there's a bit of uh, Greek now in me there's um it's a sort of um it's a sort of you know I hope where I go I take the best of what there is to know and learn and um but it does give me a sort of of advantage to understand the world to have seen, different people's way of living.
0: Yeah and I would say it's good to have experienced life the way you've done so up to now. Mm -hmm. There are many people who are dreaming to be, to to go out of the place they were born at least for some time and experience other cultures, experience other lifestyles. I mean it's good when you Tell us that you've been to those places and lived life there, life there so you've got a part of each and every culture that you've been to. That's that's interesting and good.
1: And they're very, very different from each other, which means that, you know, and the more we go, the more we see it in the world today. The, the We are atomized in different like spheres of people who think, you know, new age and they have these values and they have these ways of behaviors and but um so you already know that when you live in very different cultures very different countries
0: Mm. and what has been your career
1: so my career was as a journalist and that's why um if you go to my website you will see how my writing has evolved and since this uh, series is about writing. I started more in journalism, and when I was living in Africa, in Mauritania and in West Africa, I would go and report on 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 events and things that were happening there, and um, and and so I was just reporting. And then after I started writing more essays, I did interviews, and then. From the basic interviews, I moved on to literary interviews because I've always had this double life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even in terms of languages, like I have, I have double languages. I have a basic English and French, and then I had, I added Arabic, and now I'm adding Greek, and uh, so yeah, that that's kind of the basis of it. And um, and I I evolved from journalism to literary journalism, let's say. And then I interviewed author like you do today with me. I did the same with other authors, from the from way back to to all the way up to now. I continue to do that. I love it. It's very inspiring when you you meet other uh, authors and they tell you what what you know how it is that they they work and yeah it's inspiring. And the poetry that I write, which is a big part of my life, is is um is something that was always there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's a way of expressing one of the other authors on this platform talked about having cancer and being able to survive or to fight it because she wrote Well, for me, it's the same thing. It's a sort of exaltation that happens to me. It's not, I don't deliberately decide that I'm going to write a poem. Mm -hmm. The poem is created intuitively, I think, in me, or I don't know how it it happens. And then it it comes out when I decide to, to sit down and then it pours out and then after I do change a few things, but the 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 core, the gist of it is is somewhere from my subconscious or something like that. And mm. so, and so now I'm also starting to write a novel. So this will be my first novel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started. It's a very different thing to go from journalism to poetry to novel writing. Mm. It's a, it's a different experience. It's a, it's a sort of fiction that I took from a, an experience that I had in Mali when I was following the Tuareg uh, rebellion. And I was adamant with the cause of the Tuareg that they needed to have a land, and that they needed to have a country between the six countries that they belong to. Uh-huh. So I wasn't a great journalist because I was, I was partial. I was not neutral. Mm-hmm. But the experience was very, very interesting, and it it it's also interesting as a looking at the Sahel and how they evolved and how it got ra- radicalized and how people that were friends of mine and that we went out together for drinks and dancing and stuff, and now they've become radical Islamists and. Mm-hmm it's really it's an interesting um, work to do that I I don't know if the result will be great I hope so yeah I'm I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit chilly about it I don't know I've I've wrote I, it's written already but I don't know I'm, I'm
0: I believe it's going to be a beautiful one and uh, you and I knowing that we have a mentor with us I know that he is going to guide you on how to go yeah. about- yes he's going to get you to go about it so i'm going i'm sure it's going to be a great one
1: (laughs) yes that's true i i'm very blessed to have found the imagining editions as my supporter and
0: yeah, Yeah.
1: mentor as you say Mm. now
0: which was your very first book and uh, was it poetry and now since you are going into a novel because that's a question that I was going to ask you, have you always been doing poetry? Is it only poetry that you've published so far?
1: No, 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 what, like 20 years ago <laughs> because my career dates back mm-hmm. I wrote a book about the, the hen in Mauritania and I did the photos and I collaborated with the author and um, so I've I've always been writing like when you write articles it's still the act of writing okay there's a subject you're not free to uh. to dream and 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 do what you want but um but but um Yes, I think that this experience has fed into the, the, the way that my poetry has grown in me. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea of poetry is like it's you take out the words, you take out and you leave it to, to, to the bare minimum to convey an idea that comes from an experience. Mm-hmm. So my first book of poetry was this one, The, the Missing Angle. Yeah. And that was published in 2019. That's and cool. and then, oh yeah, I wanted to say to the authors who want to publish, I have I've prepared it here. You see, there they're the best way to be published is to also try and get your thing out your words out there. Get uh-huh. people to understand your words. So for example, you you send your work to anthologies. You find anthologies on the web. Could it, would it be essays? Would it be poetry? Would it be each kind of text? And then, uh, you know, they take it up and they, and they publish it. And it's, it's fun to be with different poets from all walks of life. It's, it's a lot of fun. And so now my last poetry collection is, it just just came out, this one so it's fresh from the press. Penelope and, um, embodied. Penelope embodied. Okay. And what, I, what I feel is that really, you know, this, this 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 process I was telling you about, about coming to the more essential as I write, I see that this is actually what has happened. When I was writing journalism, I was writing like, loads and loads of things about the tuaregs about this about that mm-hmm. about women in Mauritania or women in Senegal about polygamy about this and that and i had so many words but now i have reduced the i've reduced the, the the words to to the essential words okay and and that's how um it is in poetry and that's why i will Forever, forever, I will keep on doing poetry. Whether I write you know, novels on the side or interviews or articles or essays, I will forever do poetry because poetry is more creative. Poetry is more... There's no guideline. I mean, you don't have... There's no, of course, also I teach poetry. I'm a literature teacher and I teach, I teach drama. I teach uh, prose and poetry, but the poetry that I teach helps me again to, to understand this, um, this quintessential job that the poet has to do.
0: Mm.
1: And so I, um, since i love poetry so much what i also do is that i do my own anthologies okay during the covid i published this one so this is uh i have a poetry society called the poets agora Mm -hmm. and it's a poetry society and we do events that um was it's panhellenic and 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 greek poets
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it's um it was because you know there was the crisis in greece when i arrived in 2015 and people were really depressed and sad and and they had to make ends meet and they couldn't so we decided that um my the partner with whom i did the poets poet segura, the association her name is angela liras okay and so she so my partner and me, we decided that um, we wanted to offer a platform to to have this immense desire for being heard, mm-hmm. answered. So we did this this poetry society or poetry association, a poet's agora, and we did events, and we did um, this collection, this this anthology, and then we did. And we did it over five years and at, at the end of the five years we published this first edition Wait. of our uh, our work. And you can see behind me, you can see all these are the events.
0: Okay. Let
1: me show you. You see all these are the different events that we had. Mm-hmm. And, and that that was anos- another source of inspiration for me because um you know, hearing other poets and and being able to understand the language of the Greek language and penetrating the the psyche of poets mm-hmm. in Greek <laughs> it's I have not achieved it yet but and I think you're
0: still wrong. doing the events if I'm not wrong. what? I still I think you're still doing the events if I'm not I'm wrong.
1: still doing the events and so my you have one coming up yes my next event is here it's um, it's called raven poetry readings Mm -hmm. and it will be at the mario Prasino museum in kukaki kukaki next to the acropolis Mm -hmm. um and it it will be again a gathering of poets and i will i myself will read there as well okay um because these are little pop-up events that i do in the meantime because we usually have our events in in the house of my partner angela liras and 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 um the events are in her neoclassical home which is really beautiful and which is um it's a home that was before it was home to um during the junta the the, the the clandestine voices would meet there. It was a boat. It was a clandestine uh thing mm. uh, gathering. So it it has the soul of this of this um of this political um struggle, let's say mm-hmm. that the Greek people went through, and it's also absolutely magnificent. It's got frescoes on the ceiling. It's really magnificent. So we'll resume that when Angela Liras will come back to Greece because she's Mm. in New York now.
0: Okay, I love the fact that uh, now you tell us that you've moved from one general to another one, and now you're diving into a new one altogether. Now your passion area which is poetry i have to admit is not one of the easiest or the most (laughs) embraced by many people so you could be a unique one now there could be someone who is listening here and myself included because i have not died i've not done anything in poetry Uh, tell us how to get started in that area
1: just just give us an idea (laughs) yes 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 because you know poetry is cathartic it's really it's something that will make you feel good Mm -hmm. it's something that will it's not only the act of writing it's the it makes you feel good and it makes the people who hear you feel good and it's not something like a book. You take a book and you read it and you put it down and you read it again the next day. You go back to the characters and you go back. So if if you write poetry, it's because, oh, I don't know, maybe different people write for different reasons, but the way I see it, the way I feel it, it's every time it's something for, because there is an event. For example, I'll tell you, the, the the there was in in uh, Saskatchewan in Canada because my sons lived in Canada so I was very close to Canada as well and um, in Saskatchewan there was a a murder of of children with knife mm-hmm. and you know when you read that you're so you're so you have I don't know anger rage disgust you you have all those feelings that come to you and instead of of keeping that inside or instead of i don't know going to meditation to yoga or to church or to something to 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 take it out to 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 let yourself your mind go at rest Writing a poem is a good idea. It's a good idea also. I would encourage all the people, like for example, the refugees who come to Greece and go through such a difficult, 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 difficult journey to get here, and then they get here, and then when they get here, it's another difficult, 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 uh, almost impossible task to be able to just live normally. And I think that you know, I know it's not maybe the priority of somebody who wants to 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 make a day and and go through the day and, and 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 get food and shelter and warmth, but it's it's important because it also it's a it's 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 a witness to something. It's a witness to to. So I would really encourage people. Um, people that are listening to us, I would really encourage them when they go through an an amazing experience. And it doesn't have to be something groundbreaking. Mm. It can be an amazing experience when you're just sitting and watching the stars and then you have some kind of inspiration and you see the stars talking to you and you fall in love with the stars like W. H. Auden, he wrote, um, "If the stars were to live with a passion, that I could not return." <laughs> you know, it's it's that the poems is imagination. The mm. poet is 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 somebody who actually is able to set their thoughts free, and thoughts that are hard thoughts, like maybe sometimes. Some people would like to, because life is, is, is so hard, they would like to kill themselves or they would like to kill other people or they would like to, you know, but poetry is, is, a, is an opening, it's, it's an exit. It's a possibility to live those situations and, and other situ- normal situations.
0: Yeah, do we have types of poems like um, you'd hear, this is a, a type, and, and the reason I'm asking this is when I first heard poems, my first experiences with poem was uh, everywhere, every line is rhyming with, with the previous, you've got somehow to <laughs> weave the words together to mix a, a, a nice, sweet sounding <laughs> flow. Are there rules? Do we have to? I mean, how do I just go get started? I I mean, if I I, I need to know,
1: is there somewhere I shouldn't go? Yeah, it's 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 something you have in you, for example, Anthony, because it's you have to love words. You have Mm. to find a language, and that language you have to love it. Mm So you have different languages in you, right? So you have to decide, am I going to write in this language or am I going to write in that language? I had to make the decision, am I going to write in this language or that language? I I think that words are extremely important. The, the, the There's a combination between everything I was telling you before and the love of words, the love mm-hmm. of etymology, the love of So there are forms of poem. There are forms of sonnets, or villanelle, or haiku, or every different culture has an array of different structures. Mm -hmm. There is a very interesting movement that has American poets in it. One of them is uh, Alicia Stallings, who does uh, they're called new formalists? So since she's a, she studies ancient texts and translates ancient texts, she tries to take the form of ancient texts and 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 writes in a very modern way, mm-hmm. but uses the form of ancient texts. So you can decide to do this, but you can also be because we we poetry has gone through movements like like every other era area of, of writing like there was the romantics there were the classics there were the modernists then there was postmodern then there's uh the surrealist so there's lots of movements okay. So for somebody like you i would say that at this point you are more free you're more free but there are more poets all around the world so you are more to give something um unique Mm -hmm. something that is that is yours that Mm -hmm. is your voice and and maybe other people will find themselves in your voice but it, it has to be unique it has to be Extraordinary, or it has to be the ordinary, but because you convey it in such a extraordinary way, it's it moves. The idea is that the reader will be somebody who will come to your poem, and then the idea ultimately is that they you will be quoted like uh, the the presidents quote poetry poets. Mm-hmm. Um, People quote poetry when they do speeches, and you're studied. Like, for example, you're studied on a PhD, or um, in November I'm going to give a class in at the University of Roanoke in the U.S. Okay. And this is, this is the idea, is that you carry something, something unique and something that will bring an emotion to your reader, that will bring... Poetry is about emotion more than the rest of the writing. It's less intellectual and it's more intuitive.
0: Oh, okay. I'm being tempted to write a poem. And,
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> you should.
0: Yes, I'm tempted to write a poem and uh, Karine will have a look at it and tell me how is this as a poem. Maybe it's something that someone out there is waiting, just like I thought... I came to find out after writing my book, my first book, someone was writing, was just waiting for that book to read, and I had to write it for it to get to him or her, and uh, it meant quite a lot in their lives, and so you never know, and I like taking action, so I'm going to sit down at some point and write a poem, and Karine is going to read it
1: yes definitely and anybody you know anybody i'm on facebook i have a public page on facebook with my name Karine leno and anybody who writes poetry is welcome to send it to me because i really i love it it's something that i love and and it's more of a thrill to me than the novel the novel is more of an intellectual work on 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 things that are philosophical questions of the day which i want to solve through reflecting what happened why this radicalization of people that were really 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 good people nice people Mm -hmm. people that were you know peaceful and everything and then suddenly why this evolved in this way that's an intellectual or philosophical uh development and and i don't I don't use my emotions. But in the poem you use your emotions and and but you have to also juggle. It's not all an emotional thing. It okay. has to, it it has to give. It's a gift actually. A poem is a gift. It's a gift you give somebody a magnifying lens on an event or on an emotion on our on something and 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 it cleans you and the person who will read it will feel better they will feel oh my god he thinks that anthony thinks that oh my god this is really something i really i i thought the same but i didn't know how to put it in words you mm-hmm. see
0: mm-hmm. wow 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 thank you very much uh, Karin, for everything that you're sharing with us Now, for anybody who may be coming in right now, we are on now tellers and our guest today is Karine Leno and Celine. We are talking about writing and publishing and uh, we've covered so much on poetry. Now, Karine is one of the contributors in this book, Write and Publish Your Book. It has got 16 authors who've contributed and Karine has contributed about writing poetry. Now, you can get this book on Amazon. And actually, the link is in the description. And uh, find out more of what Karine has to say on poetry. And uh, remember also to check out on her. Which is your website, Karine?
1: Oh, yes. My website is my name, Karine Leno Anselin, and .net. But even if you Google me, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for putting it up there. Yeah. And through my website, you can send the poetry, you can send... I will do everything through my website. Um, but I wanted to say something that um, about the write and publish, the book and my experience that I narrate in that book. It's that, um, you know, there's also something... Uh, you're going to think I'm a little bit of a dreamer, but there's, there's a magnetism... And I believe that when I started to to look for a publisher, or to think, I I never thought of publishing my poetry. I've I have tons and tons of poets that I have in uh, notebooks that are there that I've written over the years. Mm-hmm. I've never published them. Mm-hmm. And then it was like it was like a, a a sort of magnetism that brought me in touch with. A person that was Greek living in Canada. Yeah, and suddenly we we had we had things in common. It the the name of the press was Reza Press, and suddenly we had things in common. We were both North American and, and Greek, and and we were both um, looking at Greece from a perspective and, and having the same lens somewhere and so that started the publication that started and they were really happy to publish me and i was really happy to be published by them and then the next one it's again it's the same thing is a friend tells you it's a friend yahya lababidi who had published this i mean acquaintance not friend And, and i loved his poetry and then there was this publisher publishing him and kelsey books it is and um this this is this is them and 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 yeah from there i i i asked them you know would you like to publish me too thinking that it was going to be no of course and then they said yes and and so it's, it's not so difficult, but there has to be some kind of connections, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, there has to be connections.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we are
0: glad that we are connected with you. That's why we are asking all the listeners and the viewers to come connect with you to get started on poetry. Now, Karine's t- uh, chapter on the write and publish your book anthology is titled Selendipity, and you've heard how that Title comes to be. So <laughs> there's a lot that she shares here. Please go get this book and read more of that.
1: And yeah, can I can I say a word or two on serendipity? Okay, you go ahead. It's 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 what I just said exactly. It's that, yeah. Um, it's that there is something. If you truly love what you're doing, you attract good vibes. You attract, and that's serendipity. You attract. Like if you do and you write and you write poetry or if you write a novel or if you write an essay or if you write... If you're passionate about what you're doing and you're going to tell this guy and you're going to tell that, that girl and you're going to tell everybody and they're going to say, oh, yeah, I have a friend who does the same thing. You want to meet him or you want to meet her. And then it happens like that. And that's serendipity. Serendip is a he's a prince in in Persia, mm-hmm. and um, and and he found love in 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 this way by chance, and and so it is by chance. But chance, you also make your chance. You mm-hmm. also push it by being passionate, by being true, by being um, by by being sincere and and. And and by being profound, because mm-hmm. if you're all these things, or you attempt to be, because you're never, but we're never perfect. We're we're, yeah. we're, we're on a journey, like Kavafi says. He
0: mm-hmm. says,
1: Ithaka, we're on the journey, and the journey is life.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: but if you attempt to be these things, if you attempt to be true, if you attempt to be passionate, if you attempt to be uh, wise and... and, and and look inside you from from the depths of you, profound,
0: Mm. I
1: think that helps. I think that brings the chance to
0: Mm. you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, there's someone who's watching on Facebook and uh, wants to hear the spelling of that one, Selendipity.
1: So it's S-E-R-E-N-D-I-P. Serendip.
0: it's serendip t y. Yeah, let me finish it for you. It, yeah. te- it takes two, so you start it. I finish it.
1: <laughs> and it's the story of the prince Serendip. Uh, yeah, yeah. The,
0: serendip, the serendip. Prince
1: serendip of Persia.
0: Yeah, let me let me share that name with someone who is hearing it for the very first time. Say. Oh, I got to get it. Now, it would be good, uh, since we are talking about poetry, this is what I'm thinking, it would be good to hear something from you.
1: Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: What's your favorite? uh,
1: (laughs) Do you want to hear something? um, Something. I have a lot of difficult poem in here because it's... uh, Oh, I know. I will take this one. On page 21, it's called Archeopoetry. So this is kind of how you, uh, how you bring the poetry to you. OK. So here it goes. Archaeopoetry. I excavate truth from silence. My dreams slip like eels between underwater beams. Like Atlantis drowned below Santorini, hurriedly I find the baby thrown out with the bath water. Helpless, I press my subconscious to moor my my fantasies onto the thought pier of my brain, to deliver it on paper. But no, an ambiguous relation with the sacred prevents the process My inner voice is scolding my sincerity. Why divulge this crooked intimacy, a shadow part of me, an ungraspable dimension, disregarding? The culprit is my imagination, forcing her way out, unrestrained, colonizing my reader's thoughts, exposing my opaque self, replete with failings and vulnerabilities. But then again, it is the purpose of poesy, the memory of archaeo-poetry. And that says it all, you see, it says it all because it, it it's, you have to say what's wrong in you, you have mm-hmm. to be sincere, you have to, you know, show your vulnerability, show your failings, how wrong you are, how... Because Beck had said, you try, you fail, you try again and you fail better. Failing is also a, a way to, to become, a way to be, a way to to inhabit yourself. Mm, thank you. And yeah, and and also I wanted the last thing I wanted to say to people, if they want to try themselves. You see, when I say I excavate the truth from silence, my dreams slip like eels between underwater beams. There is something about the music. Mm. Poetry is not just about words like I told you, that's a failing. It's not it's it's about words, but it's also about um uh the musicality. There is music in yeah. the poetry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sound of each word is important and then yeah. you work on that like when you come and you and you 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 pour your poem out from your subconscious then the subconscious doesn't have these it has the images it has the metaphors it has the way that it can see a chair in like a snake or mm. or or like a zebra or like you know it gives you these images but then you're the one who's going to work on the words, the part that's the nitty-gritty of it. That's why, you know, poems are very long to make. You you write a poem, and then you wait a few months, not a few days, a few months, and then you go back to it, and then you see what does it do to you, and, and how does it hit you, how does it touch you, how does it uh, connect with you, and then... And then you modify a few things and then you see again another year later if this is really what you wanted to achieve.
0: Mm. Wow, that's interesting and it's good to know that. Wow. 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 Thank yeah, you. Very much.
1: It's yeah. not it's not instantaneous. Poetry uh, is not the thing of, of a moment. It's a thing, it's a long term thing. Yeah. Mm.
0: So if I write my poem today, I don't send it to you until next month or early next year.
1: (laughs) Yes, early next year. That's it. it.
0: (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Thank you very much, Karin. We really appreciate you coming to Now Tell Us. And uh, we are now coming to the end of this show. We have actually added... I think there's so much that we can share that we didn't have enough time for it. So thank you very much
1: that's very much that's that's enough that's very a lot of time (laughs) i thank you for this time i thank you for this time because uh it's nice to have an audience to to share your passion yeah is my passion
0: oh that's very good and we appreciate you and yeah you you you, you've done something good today
1: (laughs) i hope thank you anthony
0: thank you to Karin and to everyone who's listening thank you to uh, watching even if you get to listen to these or watch this after we've recorded it we thank you for taking your time remember to get a book write and publish your book where authors tell their writing stories and also remember to check out with karine and uh, yeah connect with her she's a beautiful soul.
1: <laughs> thank you anthony <laughs> goodbye everybody thank you for yeah
0: bye for now until next time it's bye bye. keep writing keep speaking poetry
1: (laughs) keep telling